Welcome to Starring You. I'm your host, Tasha Johnson. And you guys are in for a treat today. I have Ray Ibarra from the Sharks and Stripes Conference and Expo. And he is a fantastic entrepreneur who is all about helping other entrepreneurs and small business owners connect. Thank you so much for joining today's show, Ray. Tasha, it is really great to be here. We finally made it. Yes, we did. And just a little background, guys. This interview has actually been a couple weeks in the making. We had a lot of kind of going back and forth, mainly from my end because of scheduling. And a lot of you know that I work a nine to five in addition to doing these podcasts. And so just a huge thanks to Ray for being so flexible. I truly do appreciate that. Oh, you're very welcome. Very welcome, Tasha. All right. So Ray, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, uh, I have been in the media business for a number of years now. I guess I can uh, say that I'm a mediapreneur, and uh, I've been in all facets of media, from print media to internet radio. I produced a 15-minute pre-recorded internet radio show years ago on the ARN radio network here in Los Angeles. Uh, from there, I went to took a quantum leap and uh, owned and produced uh, my own a two-hour live call-in broadcast radio show on 870 KRLA here in Los Angeles. And at that time, that's when Oprah Winfrey's show was really big on television. And uh, I managed to get most of the guests that she had on her show, best-selling authors and health and wellness on my radio program. Wow. It was really great. So from there, uh, I produced, uh, I did a little local public access television show, which was quite a challenge. It was interesting, a lot of fun, but there was a, it was a challenge because I worked with a lot of uh, novices on that show that were uh, getting their experience. So we had a lot of crazy things happen during each show, but it was quite a learning experience. And then from there, uh, I produced an, uh, an on-demand video uh, website. Uh, this was before, about a year before YouTube came out. And it was, uh, uh, I produced little three-minute video segments of local businesses. And the response I got from that website really let me know, Tasha, that uh, communications and technology were going to change rapidly, and sure enough, YouTube came out about six months, a year later, and changed the game uh, for video communications. Uh, from there, I went to uh, Pax Stereo TV. Uh, I produced my live internet online reality um, interactive television show that features a lot of the Shark Tank entrepreneurs coming in uh, uh, for their segments uh, uh, that I used to produce my Multimedia book, uh, Conversations with Shark Tank Winners, a self-published multimedia book that featured very powerful written audio and video stories with 14 of the entrepreneurs who went on that great show, Shark Tank. And uh, then from there, I produced my own live events, my Sharks and Stripes Expo that uh, helps military entrepreneurs, again, featuring a lot of my Shark Tank entrepreneur friends coming in and speaking with me on stage. And um, then I toured the U.S. with a Found out these organizations found out that I, I wrote this book and worked with the Shark Tank entrepreneurs, University School of Phoenix, School of uh, uh, the School of Business, uh, the uh, Network After Work Group, the largest group of online business professionals with a million and a half members across the U.S., and uh, the Small Business Expo. And I toured different cities with different Shark Tank entrepreneurs, uh, featuring my live entrepreneur panel presentation. And we're getting set to uh, uh, to launch a show next year. Uh, that deals with entrepreneurs uh, on Amazon Prime. So that gives you a little background about what I do. Wow. I mean, guys, if you are not impressed, then clearly you are not alive. <laughs> I am <laughs> Thank you for that. 
just, oh my goodness, that is fascinating. I mean, you have pretty much done it all. And I love how you were able to actually see the evolution of technology at the same time. You know what I mean? Like how you started off at the beginning. And that's something that I want to stress to a lot of people. We need to make sure that we're keeping up with technology because if, if you're not, it's going to make it incredibly difficult to be a successful entrepreneur. A lot of folks are kind of like, I don't know, they, when you mention tech, it's just something they have a fear of and it's nothing to be feared. It should be something that we need to embrace, right? So. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So let me ask you this. Why did you decide to start interviewing entrepreneurs that appeared on Shark Tank? I mean, that's, that's fascinating to me. Yeah, well, you know, like millions of people across the United States and around the world love this show. And, it, and it, uh, it, it's, it's a phenomenon because it changed a lot of the industry. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I always say that uh, uh, it, it's the, it was the birth of the TV reality entrepreneur that is very real. Uh, yeah. The dynamics have changed tremendously. And there's been a lot of other shows that have uh, been created because of Shark Tank. Um, uh, and actually, so, so anyway, it, it, uh, I interviewed them, or, or I wanted to get their stories and tell their stories because you only see about 10 minutes of each of these entrepreneurs on the show, 10, yeah. 15 minutes. Uh, and I wanted, uh, I was fascinated with the show. And so at the time I was uh, producing a podcast and a couple of the entrepreneurs, uh, uh, Bev Vine Haynes and Charlotte Clary are good friends of mine from Ice Chips Candy and, uh, Rick Hopper, who's another good friend, uh, he, he created a, uh, product called reader rest it's a clip on it's a clip that goes on your shirt magnetic clip that holds your glasses oh, and wow. um so uh i their stories were really great and i said well i want to i want to talk to them and find out what their story is what they did to get on the show because uh, you only see 10 15 minutes of what they do but i want to get the story behind the story uh so that's how i started uh interviewing these uh entrepreneurs and and uh, recording their very fascinating very powerful uplifting stories i wanted to get the story of what they did to get on that show what what it took to get on the program and it was truly fascinating wow that that is absolutely amazing that that's a that's an amazing story right there um even if folks now let me ask you this because i love shark tank by the way that is like one of my absolute favorite shows and I'm I, I've never been a huge huge reality person but that show I mean literally it has my undivided attention and so even if folks don't make a deal with one of the sharks do you feel like they lost oh absolutely not uh Tasha I always say this though when I was out on tour um and when I was producing my video my uh, live video segments with the entrepreneurs that everybody who's gone on that show is a winner because of what it takes to get on, on Shark Tank. And uh, when I started my project, the, the long, about six, seven years ago now, I can't believe how much time has gone by. Mm -hmm. uh, at that time, uh, the entrepreneurs that made it on the show, there was about 40,000 people that uh, auditioned for that show. And they only have, uh, they only filmed something like 100, episodes, 100 um, entrepreneurs. Wow. So uh, when you when you get on the show, what it takes to get on that show, and, and I call it the Shark Tank effect, uh, it has the ability to change uh, your life and your business uh, exponentially. Uh, to take it, you know, because you're looking at six million people that are watching it, and on top of that, you you have 
uh, uh, entrepreneurs, excuse me, uh, investors and other angel investors and sharks that watch the show that are looking for an investment. And on top of that, um, the reruns are, are the number one rated show on MSNBC, the reruns of that show. Oh, wow. So the power of it is incredible. And one of my dear friends, uh, Jerry Hancock of Sub-Zero Ice Cream, he toured the country with me on my tour. He's, uh, he went on Shark Tank. He didn't get a deal, but he said, Ray, uh, that, that show literally saved uh, our, our business because we had just gone through a real terrible time with a business partner that uh, we had to pay him out hundreds of thousands of dollars that he took from us. And when we went on the show, we were looking to, to, to get people to, to look into our franchising opportunities, and it helped save our show. So it does have incredible power to it. Um, and uh, so, yeah, everyone who goes on that show because of the process, what you have to go through to get on that show, they're all winners. They all win. Wow. That, that, that is absolutely. Yeah. I, I just love that show. I feel the exact same way. Like, even when they don't get a deal, I seriously do believe that they're still winners. But I just wanted to ask you that since you were so closely kind of connected with the show. So what three qualities do the folks on Shark Tank possess, in your opinion? What three qualities yeah, they, do they possess? They have a lot of uh, great qualities, but, the, you know, the, I think some of the, the top qualities that they have is that uh, – uh, uh, they never quit. They have this this, this drive that is just uh, unreal. What what they do? They're so focused. Is another one. They they have a they have a drive uh, to to succeed. They're very 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 focused, and they finish what they started. Uh, they yeah. see it through to the end, and they have been through some in, incredible experiences uh, while on the journey. So those three things, uh, those three um, qualities, uh, stand out to me. Uh, that all of them have, you know, they, a lot of these entrepreneurs are, you know, well, a, a good example of this is, um, cause, uh, Jim Salikas and Saban Lomack, uh, they're, they're good friends of mine. They're, they, uh, uh, own a, a company called Cousins Maine Lobster. And, um, they just came out with a, uh, with a book that was endorsed by all the sharks and Barbara Corcoran uh, called them the next billionaire entrepreneurs with a capital B. Wow. And, uh, they franchised, across the United States now. When, when they came in to do their segment, they only had one truck. And, um, and then from there, they, they started the franchise across the United States. Uh, now they're uh, international. They just started opening up restaurants in Taiwan and other parts of the world. Whoa. And Saban, um, yeah, Saban is now hosting his own show on the, uh, on the, cooking, on the cooking channel uh, that just came out. Uh, so, uh, you know, this is, this is a, uh, but their tenacity and the, and the lessons that I learned from them on this is, is to never quit. I mean, these guys had no experience in, in the cooking business. They moved from Portland, Maine, out here to Los Angeles. And that, you know, as you all know, the, the, the truck, food truck business is a very, very, very competitive business. Oh, definitely. At least out here. I know in Chicago it is, in L.A., all the big cities. Yes. I mean, you're fighting for real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of their their focus and and their you know tenacity and they're just so laser laser sharp man um that's what they've taught me they've taught me uh, it's kind of like some of the traits have rubbed off on me when I was putting this project together it's really fascinating what you learn from these what i say uh, ordinary people 
uh, in the positive sense is that they're like you and I, they're not like entertainers and that kind of uh, occupations, but everyday people doing extraordinary things. I like that. And, and I think that's one of the appeals of the Shark Tank show to me in general is because it, it totally is everyday people that are actually putting the work into making their dream happen. Because so many of us, we work our nine to five and we come home and then we watch a show like that and we think, oh, that can never be me. But why not? And so I, it, that's kind of one of the reasons why I started this podcast, because I wanted to do something that was leading me towards my dream. And I haven't really shared a ton of what my dreams are, but this podcast is definitely one of the avenues that I plan on taking to get me to that dream. And so, yeah, that's one of the main reasons why I just love that show so much, because you're absolutely right. It's the everyday people doing extraordinary things, and they took the first step. I think that's so important, right? Absolutely. And, and what's uh, also very appealing about this program, uh, Tasha, is the fact that uh, I always said this when I, when I was on tour. Uh, I always said this, that, you know, when I spoke about my book, uh, I said, uh, I guarantee you're gonna you're gonna see some things, or you're gonna see a lot of thing, a lot of yourself in these entrepreneurs when you hear their stories, when yeah. you listen to their stories. You're gonna you're gonna relate to some of them, uh, somewhat or a lot. You're gonna see a lot of yourself in there. We see a lot of we see ourselves up uh, on Shark Tank, and I think that that's so, what makes it so appealing. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with that. So, if someone wrote a book about your life. What would the title be? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. I love that question. Thank you for asking. <laughs> that would be the long and winding road. Uh, there's, a, there's a song uh, like that, that came up, and it was uh, one of my favorite songs from the Beatles. Uh, it, it's a song about lost love, but in my case, it's a song about uh, the challenges that came in my life that made this journey a long and a winding one. Um, but a lot more valleys and peaks and so the name of that the title of, of of my book would be the long and winding road because just to get to this point um i lost just about everything and i'm, I'm still making my way back from it because of a major illness that i was diagnosed with years ago uh rheumatoid disease uh, uh, it's an autoimmune disease that destroys the joints of your of your the tissues of your of your joints causes incredible swelling. Uh, it could do major organ damage. When you're diagnosed with this, you, there's no cure. The only thing you can do is hope to slow it down. And so just think of, 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 of um, uh, you, you get out of bed and just to get out of bed, it causes excruciating pain. Your hands are swollen shut where you can't use them for weeks at a time. Oh, wow. um, doing, uh, you know, you have to walk with a cane sometimes because the joints uh, flare up and, and you can't use your legs to put any pressure on you. You can barely walk and barely brush your teeth. And this is chronic pain all the time, constantly, constantly, all the time. So that's why I say uh, uh, it's the long and the winding road because I could, when I was on this journey, I, I could see the end, end um, in sight. But because this came up, it took me on a long, long winding road of a journey to get to this point because of my illness. Wow. I honestly, your story is just as inspirational. I, I am inspired by that. That that's 
yeah. Well, thank you. I mean, I, I, I say, like Tony Robbins says, you know, Tasha, I say, and not to impress you, but to pre- impress upon you that uh, uh, one, of the, one of the things that I want to stress here is that uh, you don't let situations control you. You control the situation, no matter how bad or how impossible it may seem. And that starts with two things, I believe, your faith in the good Lord. And the other thing is uh, your faith in um, uh, your belief in, in the abilities that he's given you. And that means that, uh, you know, I have to tell my wife, I said, you know, this, this thing wants to, to tear me down. It wants to destroy me. It wants to take over my body because I was very athletic for a number of years. I was a avid runner, boxing, martial artist, jump rope, everything. And it stopped. And I lost about 11, 12 years of my life. That I'm still struggling to get back because of this disease, and I struggle every day with it. But it, it, as long as it doesn't have what's in between my ears, which is my mind, yeah. and it doesn't, it doesn't defeat me there, then, then I know I'm going to be okay. Wow, oh, man, that, that's that's actually a perfect segue into my next question. I, I have a feeling I kind of know the answer, but what do you feel determined to accomplish? Well, I want to, I, I. I I pray that I'm going to be able to uh, have time to accomplish these these projects that I've I've started and uh, that I want to continue on to the end and to be able to go to the next phase of my life, whatever that way is. But yeah. uh, I want to be able to have um, to to have the wisdom to get the right people to work with me uh, to help me with this, and and because I can't do the things that I used to do physically, I have to work a lot smarter instead mm-hmm. of harder. I just went through a very bad four-month uh, flare-up uh, that uh, just recently, a few weeks ago, started to subside, but I was just, it was just horrendous. And so I want to see, if, I, I want to be given the chance to, to complete the projects mm-hmm. that I started because those projects are not for myself, they're to help others. Yeah. They're to help them with their dreams. And then in me helping those people uh, you know, with their dreams and aspirations, they help me in return by fulfilling uh, and accomplishing the tasks that I was uh, that I'm supposed to be doing. Wow! I, again, I know you're not trying to impress it, me by any means, but you definitely are. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah you, you definitely are, and I know there's a lot of other people listening to this podcast that are going to feel the same way. Um, in order to learn more about a person, what is your favorite go-to question? I don't per se have a, a favorite go-to question, uh, but about learning more about a person, mm-hmm. uh, just like you and I are talking here, we're, we're, we're knowing each other better here, and we talked before the, the podcast, we got to know each other a little better. Yeah. Um, working with an individual, you know, an individual is like a book. Um, they may have a, a different uh, story than their cover um, tells us. So when in our work, uh, what I tell people is, you know, I, I, I work a lot with entrepreneurs and, and in, in the media. And so a story will begin to develop after the conversation is started. And that will get me to uh, that favorite go-to question. And it's going to be that favorite go-to question is going to be very different for everybody. But that's the process to get to that go-to question uh, uh, because everybody is different. Everybody is a, is a, has a different story to tell because of their experiences, how they see the world, um, and so forth. So, yeah, uh, I would say that uh, 
that that's the answer to that question. <laughs> no worries. No, no worries. And I, I had to ask that because I know you've interviewed so many different people. So I was just curious if you had a favorite go-to question, but I, I love the fact that you actually have more of a process instead of just a question. So I, I that totally answered mine. So I, 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 I completely understand where you're coming from. So, you know, with all the different people that you've spoke with over the years, I'm sure you've seen a variety of different situations. You know, some entrepreneurs have lost it all. They, you know, there's peaks and valleys. What risks are worth taking in life? Because some people are just risk adverse and there's got to be something in my opinion that would help push those people <laughs> to get off the couch and get started. So, um, you know, what risks are worth taking in life in your opinion? Well, I can only answer that, uh, you know, uh, from my experience, I can only answer uh, that question because of the things that have happened to me uh, in my life. And I may have talked to a lot of people. Uh, and, and again, the, the answers are, are different, but you, you have to, sooner or later, you have to, uh, you know, Robert Herzovic says this um, all the time on Shark Tank. He's the, the, the one shark that I remember where he always says, uh, why not, you know, uh, quit your job and risk it all? You know, you're, you're here on this show. You've come this far. Why not just go into it all the way? And the only, there's, there's going to come a time in your life uh, where you have to make a decision. Do I go with this all the way and take the risks? Or do I continue on and hoping that things are going to be different? Now, it's been said that um, insanity is trying to do the same things over and over again and, and trying to get a different result. Mm. And, and. For a lot of people, taking risks uh, is too great. It, it represents too much of an unknown. But everybody who's got a fact, a, a, a fact of life and a fact of all successful business people, and you see this in different ways over and over and over again, uh, is that They've followed their dreams. Uh, the, the, the people that have left something, that have changed industries, that have left something worthwhile, uh, they have all taken tremendous risks and have, have laid it out all on the line to create that new product, to create a new system or a new thought, a belief pattern, uh, excuse me, belief system, whatever it is. Uh, they've risked everything because they knew that soon, you know, the time had come where they were either going to move forward or they were going to go back and do the same thing over and over and over again. Now, Jim Rohn, the great Jim Rohn, this, uh, I, I had a, mm -hmm. uh, an opportunity to see him years and years ago here in Anaheim. He was given a, a two-day seminar. So I caught the train both days, bought a ticket. And uh, he's, uh, he used to uh, be a great speaker uh, for Nightingale Conan. And one of the things that I remember he said was this. Uh, we all have a choice in life. We can make a living or we can design a life. And so uh, I decided, and, and many people uh, come to that, to that point in their life where they're going to cross over and, and do everything they can do to design their life, or they're going to they're stay where they're at and continually do the same things over and over and over again. And, uh, uh, you know, ex and a lot of those people that do that expect to get different results, but it just doesn't happen that way. Life does not reward in that great capacity uh, those that, that continue to do the same thing. It rewards those that take the greatest risk. Now, you run the challenge of losing more. Okay, that's the risk. 
sure. that you guys, when you put that on the line, you're going to lose a lot more. Uh, however, the rewards are greater. And if your uh, if your passion and if your purpose uh, is strong enough, you can get there. You can make it happen. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. And, and honestly, that's a good segue into the next question. What is your best piece of advice that you can provide to people who are on the fence about pursuing their dream? Yeah, um, very simple, very simple. I love quotes. I love memorization. I, lo I memorize very important quotes and, and uplifting uh, poems and, and, and quotes from great people. And I would say to these people, this is one of my favorite quotes of all time by Rabbi Hillel, mm -hmm. uh, who lived lived uh, centuries ago, but he wrote this down. He said, if I am, if I am uh, not for myself, who will be for me? If I am for myself only, uh, what am I? If not now, when? And so that's what I would say to these people. I would say, look, uh, you know, if, if, uh, if you're not for yourself, who's going to be for you? If, if you're only for yourself, what are, what are you? If not now, when? So in other words, just, just do it. You know, just like Nike says, you know, and, and one of my mantras, the, the mantra that I use when I spoke in front of a, a lot of people touring was uh, uh, keep the dream alive, make it happen. Just do whatever you can do, even if it's moving a half a step forward. If that's all you can do for that day, you're moving forward. Or even if it's just six inches, uh, we've got your couple of inches. You know, when I was diagnosed with this major illness, uh, I, I used to be an avid runner, and finally I was able to go out one day to, to test myself, and I went to the local track where I used to work out, and I could barely walk because I had the joints in my, my legs were just, I was going through excruciating pain, and I had an awful limp, and there was this old lady, a senior citizen lady, she probably was about 75, running on the track, <laughs> and wow. she was shuffling back, and she laughed me three times, okay? But that didn't matter. What mattered was that I got up and I went out and I, and I attempted to do it and I was out there. And I knew one day that, um, you know, I'm going to get closer and closer to what I need to do. So I say that to those people, you know, uh, make it happen now. Keep the dream alive. Make it happen. Wow. Okay. You really are an inspiration. I know you're not even trying to be, but you really, really are. And I just want to thank you so much for coming on my podcast today. I mean, this has been such an amazing conversation with you. And I really, really do want to thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast. Well, you know, it's been an honor and a pleasure uh, spending time with you, Tasha. I've told you this, that uh, I've listened to your podcast and for your listeners and those that are going to be listening here, uh, you definitely have a gift for this. Uh, you're, you're, uh, you're on the right uh path here and um, I wish you much continued success I I love listening to your to your your subject matter your enthusiasm keep up the great great work that you're doing many people I know are benefiting from it uh, and you have a bright bright uh, future ahead of you um, what I want to say also is this if I may I have a free uh, giveaway for your listeners all they uh, have to do is uh, click on the link I guess in your in your write-up for this segment and it'll take them to the uh, to the page where they could just put their email and their name in there. And it's a free set of my success strategies uh, videos that features myself and tips from uh, some of my sh wonderful Shark Tank entrepreneur friends 
uh, that are going to benefit you wherever you're at in your entrepreneurial journey. So all you have to do is just click on the link that it's being provided, I guess, that I, I gave you, and, uh, yes. and uh, they can register and they'll start receiving those videos. Definitely. Guys, please take the time to make sure that you sign up for these videos. You will definitely be inspired. I've, I've signed up for the videos and I've watched them. Ray has amazing, amazing content. If you do not pursue your dreams after watching these videos, I don't even know what to tell you guys. <laughs> you need to check out these videos. They are very, very um, inspirational. And just a lot of Ray's content in general is inspirational and will definitely give you the motivation and that much needed push to get you off of the couch and to get moving. Start making strides towards achieving your dreams. Okay. We only have one life and you want to make the most of it, but you can't do that if you're too afraid to make the first step. You got to make that first step, guys. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. I'm confident that my side hustle of helping others to invest in themselves via my YouTube channel, this podcast, and most importantly, my online courses could be of assistance to you. My courses are geared towards teaching people how to create their own website and promote their endeavor through digital marketing and so much more. You never know who you may inspire. See you in the next podcast.